normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals My first reaction was make myself invisible and then ground at the same time. Mm-hmm. Make myself invisible while my body was going all the way down to the middle of the earth, you know. Yeah. And that it was, and then you were in there. You were in there. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I just finished doing a little uh, Facebook Live thing. I went back in the backyard and the there have been these two big heads of elderberries that kind of hang over my car when I park. And they're so beautiful. Every time I look at them, I think, oh, I need to make a picture of those or I need to do something with them. And it, it's like they've been communicating with me. 
Hmm. And it was like, here, look at us. Aren't we beautiful? Look how beautiful we are. And that's that's interesting. I mean, it's animist, I guess. Well, that's I mean, and you and I both are animists. Yeah. Where, whether we we do that as a, you know, right now, animism is a hot topic. Is it? Yeah, and I think most people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, well, I I don't know what to say about. But that. I think that about a lot of things, don't I? Yeah, yes, you you and yes, that's just all I'm gonna say on that. It's like me with media. I suspect every every kind of media. It's I trust books the most, you know, and I trust television the least. But there's a, or maybe I should change that out to trust the internet the least. Um, yeah <laughs> that internet so well i tell you what i'm gonna switch the topic right now to talk yeah. about tourism in Asheville. <laughs> go for and it some something in your craw i was gonna say you got something in your craw <laughs> that's what they used to <laughs> sorry well, i don't know about it i don't know about it being in my craw but there's been a whole lot of stuff recently about um about the tourism to it's down this year. Oh no. What are we going to do? It's like, ha ha. I know why. Cause you and I are complaining about it all the damn time. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It, and there's it, the phone again, but I don't even care. There's the phone. <laughs> la la la. Well, if the phone didn't come on at least once, we'd feel ripped off. I know it. We need to have that. Oh, I don't want that background. Oh, look at you. What is that? I think it's a ship that's like a, a porthole. Yeah. Oh, but maybe to a spaceship. I like that concept. I wouldn't mind that. But I want yeah, something that's too. more like me. That's more, you know. <laughs> so it has been an interesting moon to look at. Have you, it's have, so big and beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it sure is. And I've enjoyed the crap out of driving. I was driving last night. I was driving south. And I had a, a beautiful view of it in my side there. And it was just hardly any traffic at all. And it was just the nicest drive. I, that's how it used to be driving around this area. That's what I wanted to stay. Of course, I wanted to stay like that. Tell me what you were thinking about the tourism. No, I was just reading that article and, and they were saying, oh, and the Airbnbs are in trouble and the restaurants are in trouble. And I remember some place that sells a lot of Asheville merch was saying, well, we had a day last week where we only did about $100 worth of stuff. And I thought, well, how much of that stuff do people need? Anyway, I was I was being very just ugly about it, but well, also kind of smiling like, huh, what do you know? <clears throat> but because, and this is apropos what you were saying a few minutes ago is that. So I read in it wasn't the Washington Post, but it's some some newspaper out of D.C. that said Asheville City, no, North Carolina City taking a serious accounting of what the homeless population is doing for tourism. And that was like three days ago. Right. And then yesterday or last week, I guess, the city council had passed some kind of thing they were going to do to, you know, to get these people into houses so that they weren't. Um, so 
It's like one, two, three. We're just hearing a little bit too much about it. So what does that mean? Are we talking about that now because really the problem is something entirely different? So I'm just a little suspicious. I'm very suspicious. I'm very suspicious. I mean, I, I feel that I can't, I can't trust them. I can't trust anybody right now about that subject in this area hardly at all because I feel like there's so many uh, agendas that are going on that where, where's the agenda that says let's just help some folks if we can. Right, help right. Can. And so I, I don't know, I, the spidey sense in me is going, something's up. Something's That's exactly on. right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I don't know what, but some things have not been normal. Not that things are ever actually normal. Okay. I'm not saying that, but for us, our baseline has been drastically changed in the last week. Uh, people who observe those sort of things and tourism, it, we just, we can't, the tourism folks, you can't emphasize enough how driven by only money they are. Oh yeah. And, and they don't make any kind of qualms about that. Uh -uh. Because no. Asheville's beautiful. We want everybody to come here. Yeah, come well, to cool green. I get it. I guess I get it. It's it's a cash cow. And it but it's just it's really hard to watch. And then on the other hand, you know, I see the local folks who are selling out to the developers. My drive this time next year is going to be drastically changed. My one last road that wasn't, you know, just overdeveloped is we're losing our pastures and we're losing our cornfields and they're all going to be multi, multi, whatever you call it, dwellings. Right. Multifamily dwellings. Thank you. Thank you. Hundreds of them just on that little route between Avery's Creek and Airport Road. Yeah. Both sides of the road. <clears throat> yeah. So. You know, that explains the uh, there's some the Dollar General store that went up there unexplained for no reason. A Dollar General store just shows up and it must have been pregnant. And all these condos and homes are going to be what it gives birth to. I don't Isn't know. Isn't that funny? So it's like the the Dollar General store or Dollar store, or whatever they are. They uh, they like the canaries in the coal mine. Yep. So it just shows up. And, and then, then suddenly, then everything is right for development. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's uh, but it's it's crazy. So I'm still loving on the mountains, and I know I've been spoiled for so long. And I know that in a practical way, I can't really expect to be able to keep my beautiful home a beautiful home. Because hey, nobody else has it. And why would we expect them to take care of ours when they don't take care of theirs? that's just the way I feel about it. I'm trying to get over it. I haven't been able to yet. Have you? No, I haven't either. And the thought that always hits me hardest is right now we've got fairly cheap petroleum so we can ship our damn corn in from wherever the hell it comes from. Yeah. But what happens when we don't have that and there's no place to grow crops? No place. That's a good question. Because we took that cow pasture, and so and, and so no milk, because we took the cow pasture, because we had to put in multi-million dollar homes for people, second and third homes for people, mm -hmm. because the people here can't afford those homes, right? because they have to move farther and farther out. 
And I I know I've said it more than once, but the idea that Johnson City, Tennessee is a bedroom community of asphalt is heartbreaking to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, And what what they're positioning Canton for is also heartbreaking. And what do you think that is? Just what they've done to Asheville. Yeah. Exactly the same. Because now they don't have the stink from the paper mill. So now everybody's going to be running out there. And so the property values are going to shoot up. And the people have been living in those little tiddly-tattly clabbered houses for, you know, 85 years. Suddenly that little house is going to be like these damn mill houses around me that are now worth half a million dollars. That's the thing. I mean, if if Papa Joe is in his 80s and he can sell his cow field and for hundreds of thousands of dollars or more. Yeah. Uh, and leave something to his grandkids. What? Do and you- who in the world could who in the world could judge him for that? Because I don't. That that's my point. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? That's his grandkids, and that's the land he worked, and I'm sure he loves it. But what can you say? It's going yeah. to go one way or another, whether he's alive and taking advantage of it or not. And it's a damnable situation. Yes. We ought to figure out, well, but, you know, saying it, I can't, I just can't, I just can't justify my opinion with anything real. No, I can't either. I can't either. Yeah, because the good. idea, well, but I will say this, because the, the people, when I moved into this neighborhood that owned these little mill houses, mm-hmm. they didn't sell them for a half million dollars. So they didn't, they didn't make the profit that some damn developer did. Now, it's different with, you know, Grandpa Joe or whoever you were just talking about, who sells the cow pasture for a million dollars and then they put up a whole bunch of you know, half million dollar homes. Yeah, That's a different thing because he he directly profited from that and he can pass that on. Right. I think about uh, the Three Brothers restaurant. Yeah. And they they were paid a pretty penny for that really good piece of land mm-hmm. where the hotel is on now. Yeah, yeah. And they they profited directly from that. And so on the one level, I, there's no way I'm going to complain about that because those folks were good. They are good people. They served this community for literally for generations. Yeah. And so who in the world could blame them? for uh, making a little bit of money and having an easy retirement. I'm not going to blame anybody for that. Uh, Yeah, no, and I'm not either. But it's just sad. It is sad that they get put in that place. People are getting taxed out of their homes. Yeah. I mean, they they can't afford to stay there. That's the worst of it. And frankly, the powers to be could do something about that. They could grandfather people in. Yeah. And they could say, you have a commitment to a community. And as long as you are in that community, living in that house that you've owned for 40 years, mm-hmm. we're going to figure out how you don't pay the maximum amount of taxes on it. We could do that if we had the political will to do it, but we don't. No. Because no. we don't care. Because the powers that be don't care if your grandma has to sell her house and move in with you. Right. They don't care. No, if that don't. means that somebody can flip that damn property six or seven times yeah, and and really get it up in the tax base higher, they don't care. They don't care what you're, you and your mom have to do. You yeah. ain't no concern of theirs. They don't want it to go too high, though, because then there won't be any taxes owed on it, remember. <laughs> well, or it could be owned by a church and no taxes would be right. owed on it. Right, right. 
You know, I will never forget that when my father-in-law was in his dying phase uh, before he had assistance living and assisted living and all of that, he was, he was getting there though. And he did some things that he had always wanted to do to his house. And one of the things was a roof. So he gets this roof and uh, I'm tempted to tell you who it is, but they came to him after all of it was over. Of course, he had already paid for it. And they said they wanted to keep in touch and make sure that he was really happy with it. And, and with, where was he going to be at in the next month or so? And so he let them know, you know, what his prognosis was. And I'm not sure what else he let them know because I wasn't there. But when he went in there, they came and saw him and gave him just what I would call a hard time trying to guilt him into or scare him into leaving his house with their church. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, when I say guilt or scare, it's using the whole, well, you're going to be gone soon. Uh, uh, what have you done for the kingdom of the Lord? Uh-huh. That's just, that's obscene. It, it's obscene. I was livid. And then they had the nerve to ask me if I'd come and do a website for them. And uh, when I gave them a quote right then, that, and sure enough, before the conversation was over, they had asked me if I would just donate it to the church and up until then, I tried my best to keep things separate, work and whatever, you know, family. My husband and I were going to write a letter to both the church and to the fella. And so I was trying to keep things separate, but I knew he was going to do that. And I, I was mad at him and he knew it. I just think that's crummy. I do. Well, and I thought that was a pretty civilized way to, for you to put that, because I believe I would have described it a different way. Well, it's not ethical, for one thing. No, it's not ethical. That's, and it ought to be against the law. That's the thing I've heard, so crow that out. Yeah, well, it's true. I agree with you. And it ought to be illegal to do something like that. I know it all, I know I don't need to legislate everything, but I mean, damn. It's, it's well, my, my, my great uncle... Uh, my grandfather's bro half brother had a, a small. He ran a small dairy herd out in Leicester for years and years. When he got old enough that he got rid of the herd, he was going to live a nice, quiet retirement. His church came to him and said, "Well, you're not using that land anymore. How about you give some of that to us, and we'll build a church." So he ended up with a church and a and a damn graveyard in his front yard because he did something good. Did he get any of the tax benefit? Probably not. No, I'm sure he didn't. Did the church? I'm sure. I'm yeah. absolutely sure he did not. God, it just that just it, just, it makes me so it makes me so angry. But golly, girl, so much stuff makes us angry. Yeah. I, it's a, it's amazing. I am relieved. I'm on the blood pressure medicine though. Yeah. Because dang, <laughs> I get I get good and mad, and it's all good. Well, well, yeah, I guess so. But you know what, people who are in the situation, they may not have a podcast to, to tell it to. And so no, people right. are more polite than we are. 
you know, well, at least we and get people, right. And people are not, I mean, they're more savvy now than they used to be, but it, it used to be that people just, they just went, Oh, well, I mean, that's right. I'm not using that land. So yeah. sure. You use some of that land. That's fine with me. And then they just get screwed over. Yeah. I've seen too much of it. Me too. Way too much of it. It makes me way too angry. Yep. And that has a lot to do with my attitude about it. And not to mention, I've just seen what overbuilding has done to the area. And, and, and this is a truth too. It feels really wasteful because we have so many buildings that are beautiful and functional, but not necessarily modern. And they get, you know, mowed down and replaced by something that, people will make more money with. And I, and I, I feel like it's wasteful to have buildings sitting empty when there is some huge demand, evidently, for property around here. And it's, right, there's, exactly. There's a lot wrong with the way that we are growing in this area. There's a lot wrong. There's a huge disconnect between the landlords and the citizens of Buncombe County. And, you know, I, I would venture a guess. I, I would guess that probably more than 50% of the new developments that are going up are from people who are not even from this state. No. Oh, no, they're out-of-town developers because I'm telling you what, the city council and the county commissioners have not met an out-of-state developer they don't love. We can, we can talk about things that are happy occasionally, though. Maybe I know, but this one was not very one. happy, was it? This was not a good, a very happy podcast. And dang, I, I ate some yummy cold grapes today. And I had caprese salad, which is my fa- just about my favorite thing to eat. Fresh mozzarella and a fresh tomato and some fresh basil. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's so I'm sounds- eating good, but I don't know. I got this long ass drive ahead of me tomorrow, probably nine and a half hours. I'm not looking forward to that, though. Most of it, you know how you got to go through Virginia. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's a uh, up 81 for hours on hours on hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe there's a good podcast, you know, about that you could listen to. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. You know what I do, though, with my traveling? I've, I know I've said this before is I, I just listen to country music. Do you? Okay. I do because it is reliably everywhere I travel. And then when you get out of the vehicle, you're ready to kick ass and take names and drink I'm ready a beer to afterwards. have me a big old drink or something and put on some <laughs> tight jeans, go play some pool with my buddies. That's right. Do you know what I heard today? I heard a song that I'm, I might have even mentioned it. It was iconic when I was a teenager in Robbinsville. And it was called A Country Boy Can Survive. Oh, gosh, yes. Gosh, yes. I just let it play. I just let it play. I was in the car. And before the before the song was over, because I laughed about it to myself, I had rolled the window down, turned the air conditioner off, hung my arm out the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I went into uh, Appalachian Craft Center to pick up a, a gift for a friend. Yeah. 
And yeah, I go there whenever I need something that's Appalachian and arts and crafts. I go there because they have a wonderful selection and the prices are good and the people are really friendly. Yeah. So I go in, I tell her what it is I'm looking for. And I, we pick one out and she said, uh, pick one out that I've got a big enough box for because I want to put it in a box. Okay. So we picked out one she had a box for and we we're just chatting and we're talking about a friend of ours, Marilyn McMinn McCready, who used to work there, mm-hmm. a mutual friend of all of us. So we're just having this wonderful chat. And then damned if Sweet Home Alabama didn't come on the <laughs> on the music. And I was just like, I am home. And then we were talking about one of them had was uh went to Inca and she was class of 72. And her brother was class of 74, same same class I was in. So we had that whole conversation. I thought, yeah, I mean, this still feels like home around here. And that's good. That's yeah. real good. There's a lot about about home that will always be around probably. But yeah, so so we can I can remember that. I can hopefully remember that when I'm busy, you know, screaming into the void about the overgrowth in the area. That's right, and the tourism. But now I have to, this may get us in trouble. You may want to just not use this, but that Jason Aldean song that everybody's talking about, I've been hearing that. You know, that came out months ago. And I've been hearing it when I'm tootling around the country, listening to country music. And it was like, well, that's how it is in a small town. But I had never seen the video. I didn't listen to the song. So when people are like, well, how dare he? What the hell is he saying? Well, he's just this, this, this. And I was like, well, I don't I understand what the problem is. I mean, I, I listened to that song, but then I saw the video and I thought, oh, uh. oh yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen the video. Yeah. I, well, people are ready to be mad about one thing or another, and that's for sure. Aren't they? And look at us. We've been mad all day today about something. <laughs> I, you know what? I've been in such a hurry and so distracted that... That's got a lot to do with my shortness because my brain doesn't stop just because I have to call the electric company, call the water company, call the, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And it's just been kind of an overload of things to do today. And I yeah. got them all done before I came out I, I, I to record. I got every one of them done that I needed to have done. But, but now I'm at this kind of, I feel like I'm caffeinated. (laughs) I get like a chihuahua. I'm like, okay, you know, when I'm really, really busy, I I do sometimes. Oh, well, busy people. That's funny. That is so funny. They say if you want to get something done, ask a busy person. I've heard that off and on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I felt like uh, I was a free man in Paris yesterday, except for his Merriman Avenue, because I wanted to. I get my oil changed at that Valvoline place. And I, before I leave town, I wanted to just, you know, drive through and have them check my fluids and mm-hmm. make sure the tires are where they need to be, all that stuff, which they do. It's part of the service. Um, so uh, first I went by the shop and I left them some books because they were out of one of my books. I left the books. Then I, um, and then I went through and uh, got my, my, car looked at and everything was fine and then I just peeled in next door and went through the car wash and then I went 
up to uh, kept going up Merriman and went in the liquor store and got a bottle of my favorite Irish whiskey. <laughs> and then I went over to the Walgreens and bought myself some uh, a big old tub of Jergens lotion because I was out of that. And I was like, damn, I'm getting some stuff done. Yep. It's new it was good. Done. Plus, I did laundry. Plus, oh, I've got laundry to do. But yeah, and I did a load of laundry today. It's hanging on the line right now. And I don't think we're going to get. I don't know. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx anything. So, but the weather afternoon rain. Yeah, yeah. We're we, not supposed to. We're not. No, and uh, it has. I think our air quality is also much improved. And you know, last night there were three meteor showers that had we been maybe a thousand feet higher we probably could have seen them in spite of the full moon mm, this beautiful. is a big meteor shower time yeah meteor and shower. i've i've always got to leave because i you know i live downtown and there's so much ambient light yeah. plus with the full moon there was no chance i was going to see anything Mm-mm. did i ever take you up on the mountain there and where in- all the apples are uh yeah place. yes i'll take that out um, yeah that's a good that's a good place that's a good place to see most anything around here and i love it because there's no chance you're going to run into other humans boy isn't that a nice thing that's the best feeling i know i can sleep in a place like that as long as i'm not getting eat up by bugs i can yeah. sleep like that oh even completely alone i can do it and, and just feel all right it's it's when I sleep around. Uh, it's just when I sleep around. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. <laughs> I think that's one of those segments you need to cut out and use it. Yeah. Oh, when I sleep around, says Alicia. Says Alicia. Yeah. When I, when I sleep around too many humans, I never sleep well ever. I'm yeah. always aware that there are other humans around and you know, I don't trust them. I'd much rather have to contend with a bear getting in the house than somebody on meth. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you, you can know. reason with a bear. Right. And uh, so I know that's a strange, I know that's strange, but I really do feel that way. Bear, you can scare off, you know, or distract or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> I'm going to go meet a friend of mine for coffee who's, you know, walking a, a rough road right now. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people and I'm going to I'm going to give a shout out to all the people that we know and love who are hoeing a hard row right now. They've got they are sick or their loved ones are sick or they've had horrible circumstances fall upon them. So just know that we think of y'all as much as we can. And, you know, we've had some important kind of media, popular culture deaths in the past week or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sinead O'Connor died last week. And then um, Paul Rubin, who did Pee Wee Herman, he died yesterday, the day before. So, yeah, a lot of people are going through a lot of things right now. And, you know, we're we're with you. And if you... If you contact us and let us know, we'll light a candle for you and remember you in the morning, in the morning prayers and all that stuff. Yeah, we will. Most definitely. That's how, we, that's how we're all going to get through this is by looking after each other and, and doing what we can for each other and with each other. That's right. That's how we roll. 
That's how we roll on Weird Mountain. So I think it was 10 years ago, and you know how Facebook shows you your memories. Yes. Um, 10 years ago, he, he had taken a photograph of something that I, or eight years ago, of something I had signed his yearbook in high school. And it says, Dear Bill, how can I write down everything that's happened this year? <laughs> and, and I said, we both know I, that I can't. Just remember, I love you. And then I, I signed it, kinkily yours, Alicia. <laughs> uh, well, in, in my Facebook memories today was a picture of his, uh, of his wife, Nessa, oh. and their daughter, Shana, singing a harvest song. Oh. A little video of that that came up, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. Long time ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And we, so we were both thinking about him. It went back. That was eight years ago that that memory showed up. And I always, every day now, when I, when I look on Facebook, I always see a memory from the podcast now. Do you? Oh, that's nice. Uh, we had the, the one that shows up now is from 2020. And it was called Weird Mountain Tales, Dreams, Ghosts, and Cantaloupe Soup. Cantaloupe Soup. I remember that one. I sort of do. It says in the upcoming episode, the gals spend a languid afternoon telling tales of the beloved dead and a bunch of interconnected and strange situations. Byron is inspired to dream of more products and Alicia surprises her with a string of explicatives and talk <laughs> of the special cloth. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you were drinking Ryder's Tears whiskey and water. Yeah, we were on the porch because yeah. that's what I've got down at Weird that's what I had at Weird Mountain. Um Pitchfork Patty gave me that bottle of whiskey. I, that I remember that distinctly. Yeah. And the quote was from you, and it said, who knew that crows liked peaches? <laughs> Golly, we've done some we've done some funny stuff. You know, I do like reading those memories. Uh, the picture that we had associated with that one is kind of a sepia tone print of some cows in some really tall hay at night. And I remember that picture. There's a whole bunch of cows there just looking at the camera, you know. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. Get some. All right. Get some Get some rest before you have to drive. And I, I won't. But I've, I've actually been resting the past couple of days. You know, I, I said all that stuff I did yesterday, but it was just kind of fun. Yeah. I was like, what? what? My car is clean. <laughs> my car hadn't been clean and I couldn't tell you how long it's clean on the outside anyway That's and then nice. I took my mats out yeah and I just you know shook them a little bit and they look great so wow. the car's clean <laughs> the tires are all plumped up oh I mean nice. it was good it's a good thing it, it, I know that's got to be a good feeling. Well, if you get bored tomorrow. <laughs> on the road for nine yeah. hours? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
call me because I have. I will call you. All right. I'll call all of y'all. Y'all, well, I'm going to be on the road tomorrow. I'm leaving here at 10 o'clock because I want to miss all that damn Washington, D.C. traffic. <laughs> so I'm just going to be on the road. Y'all call me and I'll just talk to y'all the way over 26 to 81 to God, all that other stuff I go to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That'll be good. And I'll stop in Stanton, Virginia to have me a big old piece of pie at Mrs. Rowe's Pie Shop. Uh-huh. Or Mrs. Rao. I can't, I don't know how it's pronounced. That's the, you, you've talked about that place before. I know. And I'm going to have, I'm saving up my carbs for a big old piece of pie. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy. I will. Yeah. And uh, like I said, give me a holler if you want to. And I, I may very well do that just so, because yeah. we had all those ideas when I was coming back from Ohio about new things to do. So who knows what we'll come up with? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I have many things to tell you just as soon as we all get a little time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, good luck with everything this week and say hi to your mama for me. I will. I will. She's doing good, by the way. Good. Good, good. Yep. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye, weirdlings. Bye, bye everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. out our social media for information community or a few laughs wyrd mountain gals It's when I sleep around. <laughs> it's just when I sleep around.